guys, this is Rob and welcome to day <laughs> Welcome to day number 43. Here's the deal. I'm sitting at a bar with Sarah. I'm here. So here's the deal. I'm gonna wait till we get home and I'm going to have come, a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea, maybe have a Guinness, and then I'll explain why this spot is so awesome. Okay. I'm back home and I'm in a better mental place to be able to cohesively form some thoughts to share with you what made tonight's grabbing cocktails with Sarah so interesting to me. So here's the deal. I want to share with you a quick theory I have about drinking. I sat down a few months ago with a wine sommelier, and I'm going to link that episode in the show notes of this if you want to give it a listen. And it was it was an amazing conversation, but one of my favorite things I took away with it that actually changed uh, my vocabulary in the drinking world is she mentioned this term that she likes to call it thinking and drinking. I am constantly thinking about thinking and drinking whenever I have a beverage in front of me. Now, one of my favorite things about drinks is that whether it's wine, beer, cocktails, is that it has the opportunity to share a story of history and culture. All that to say, when it comes to cocktails, a lot of times because of the trendiness of what people want in the world of cocktails or what's hip right now or whatever the consumer is looking for, we run the risk of being tempted to strip the story and the culture out of our drinks. Well, you know, if you're in Wisconsin, you know, this is how we make a Wisconsin old fashioned. You put the brandy in and you muddle the crap out of everything. There's no story behind it. A great example of this is I've, I think Mexican restaurants, you go to a Mexican restaurant and you go in and you get like a cheap Mexican beer and you could just get an American version of a margarita. So you're in a Mexican restaurant, you're at the bar, instead of getting something that tells the story of the history of a culture, we get this Americanized blended margarita that is tasty and perfect for some occasions, but it doesn't tell a story at all. We're essentially just getting this suburban cocktail. So Sarah and I heard of a place that opened up in South Minneapolis and it's called El Burrito Mercado. So we wanted to check it out because I was told their cocktail menu is amazing. So you show up and right when you walk into the door, there's a sign that says, sorry, our blender is broken. Essentially saying, if you're looking for your typical suburban blended margarita, you're not gonna find it here. We sat down at the bar and the first thing I noticed was the Bitter Cube bitters lining the bar. Shout out to Nick and the guys over at Bitter Cube. As I opened up the cocktail menu, I started scrolling down and right at the top of it, it said even that these cocktails are Latin inspired. Some of the names of the cocktails I recognized, some of them I didn't, uh, but the ones I did recognize, they were, they made a Latin spin off of it. So instead of a certain type of whiskey, they would substitute it with Pisco or Mezcal. Anyways, all this to say, if you're looking to branch out and you're looking for a great cocktail that has the opportunity to tell a story of culture and history, uh, maybe I'm making too big of a deal out of this, I don't know, but I we had a blast. El Burrito Mercado, it's in South Minneapolis, right off Chicago. I don't know, maybe I'm making a bigger deal out of this, but 
maybe I think I'm just pumped because I think this is opening up something for me this next year. I want to look for drinks that tell a story. All right, so that's all I got. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and as always, stay curious.